Welcome to the Ambitious Coach Podcast. This is a place where driven, determined coaches learn how to get off the business growth struggle bus and learn how to build a wildly profitable online coaching business. I'm your host, Allison Henderson, corporate dropout to six-figure social media business coach. I'm going to show you how I've been able to create the business of my dreams organically all through utilizing my social media platforms. So pull up a seat, take some notes, and get ready to see your life in bank account transform. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ambitious Coach Podcast. So over the past year of you listening to my podcast, you know I have a very strong spiritual side. The sole reason I have this podcast today is because of really tuning into myself, trusting my path, and taking action even if I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And a couple months ago, I had a lovely conversation with a woman who had a very similar story to me. You're going to hear about it in this episode. And we spoke about trusting about the universe, the signs we were given, our spirituality, really creating a heart-centered business, and so, so much more. I left this conversation being like, she has to be on my podcast. And she just honestly has such a beautiful energy to her. And I know you're really going to feel it. And it's going to come through in this episode. So today's guest, her name is Ashley Strong-Smith. Ashley is a courage coach and photographer. She is immensely dedicated to creating a sacred and transformative container where she connects deeply with her clients. She helps them reconnect to their confidence, reigniting their passion, and honoring the courage that already lives within them. As the host of the Living Courageously podcast, she creates the space for women to get curious about courage and living courageously. This episode will leave you feeling lighter and more in love with your life and your business. I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Have a great week and enjoy this episode. Ashley, hello. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much. I'm like so grateful to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, um, I always like to start my podcast with just tell us a little bit about you what and what you're all about. I love this. I am just so grateful. Thank you for holding the space and for being here. It just feels one of the most beautiful things that has happened on this entrepreneurial journey, but more so recently, like my podcast, I've had less than a year. She turns one in October and like the women that I have had the opportunity of meeting has truly become one of the greatest inspirations. And so I'm just like, I love connecting. I love connecting with other women. I love learning about people's stories. Like I geek out about my own life. Like before we started recording, I mentioned, I'm like, sometimes life feels like a little too good and too easy that I'm like, am I, am I like half asleep? But the, the truth is my life feels like this. And my life is this way because I have made it such an intention to live such an, unli- an aligned intentional, courageous, like not just dream filled life, but dream fulfilled life. Like my life is a product of one realized dream after another. And I just like constantly, like I said, I'm like, is this really real? But it is. And it wasn't always like this. I made a very, very conscious decision to take life into my own hands, to truly like let these things, like these nudges and these like voices and these visions, like let them be like lived experiences. And so where it has me right now is um, I'm married to an amazing South African man that I met in Tanzania. That's a whole nother podcast in itself. Um, 
literally we were both living out our like wildest dreams out there. That was 12 years ago, met, went through the whole immigration process. It took us three and a half years to get him here. Um, but that is a huge part of my story of like the having to really persevere through that experience and like, just really get clear on like, what is our goal here? Like, what do we want? Why do we want it? Um, we have a super rad four-year-old daughter that is just like, hilarious and very much we just got back from a family vacation and she's with all of her cousins and she very much is a free wild child like she just you know she dances to her own song she makes her own music like she is it it is like really really beautiful to watch her blossom into this being um We live a huge part of like this dream life is we live in the mountains at 6,200 feet elevation, a place with like four seasons, the most beautiful, like, like literally have the most majestic, massive trees right outside my house. And it's a huge part of us really coming into our purpose and intention as a family and finding a location that is most supportive for us. So we're going on three years since Bios up here. And it is like just... I mean, I took a walk this morning with my dog. I have a one and a half year old puppy who is literally sitting at my feet right now. Um, and I take her for walks after I bring my daughter to preschool a couple days a week. And I just, every time I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is my backyard. And it just, there's so much wisdom here and there's so much space here. And every time people visit, they're always like, it's so quiet. And I'm like, I know we live in a very small town with 5,000 people. (laughs) So that's just a little bit about like who I am. Yeah. I have so many questions for you based off of all this. Like, (laughs) I feel like I have a very similar kind of experience where like, some things that happened to me in my life and everything was feeling so, so hard. And then randomly, like I started having like more of like more mindset practices and just more intuitive, like listening to myself, truly trusting in myself and things just started to change for me. So things are like easy. And sometimes I question that kind of like you said, you're like, can it be this easy? So like, I'd love for you to share your experience with that of just like, how did you get to that, that point of like really just trusting that the visions and the signs were meant for you? Yeah, that is such a good question. And I think one of the things, although it was something that happened 12 years ago, it was the, you know, it's like we always have those before and after moments, like a line is drawn in the sand of what life used to be and what life is. And 12 years ago, I was doing the shoulds. I was working my nine to five. I was working in nonprofit. I was getting the paycheck. I had the benefits. I was like, my parents were so proud of me, you know? But yet I was like every day, I'm like, what this, like, this can't be, this can't be what life is. Like I have, I did not go to college. I did not like, I studied the coolest thing in college. I studied as a Caucasian woman, Africana studies in college, because I was just so fascinated by African history and enslavement and ancient Egypt and like Rastafarianism and reggae music and how it's all intertwined. And like, I'm like, there's no way I'm sitting. I mean, I had a really cool like job, but I'm like, something is missing. And at that time, I like 
I was in the curiosity of like, what is missing? I still was going through my nine to five. And there was a day that was so vivid where I was like sitting in my cubicle. I always had headphones on. So like I wrote grants to do community engagement and grant events. And so it was a lot of like tedious computer work. Yeah, so it sounds was, like really boring if I'm being honest. <laughs> oh, it, it, was, well, it was like, if you see me now and you see my life, you're like, wait, what did you do? <laughs> Writing grants? But, I don't think so. I <laughs> always had my music like in my headphones. Like I literally, like I had the most supportive boss. Why I'm setting the scene is like, I was just listening to a song one day and all of a sudden it was like, wait, what are you doing? Like, are you just existing or are you actually living? Like, oh, what are you doing? And what thought, a, that's like such a solid question right there. I get oh. chills every time I say it. And it was 12 years ago. But why it was so pivotal? Because at that point in my life, I was just existing. I like I had fun. I had a great time. Like I did all the things, but like I wasn't fully living. And so after that question came so loud, I went into the inquiry of like, what would it mean for me to fully live? And it was to fulfill a lifelong dream of mine. I always wanted to live in Africa. I wanted to teach in Africa. I wanted to be submerged in African culture. Like it was just, it's a part of my being. And I promised myself that I would like live that. I wasn't just going to exist in the like day to day that I was going to live it. And so literally less than a year later, I found myself teaching English with a program called World Teach on an island called Mafia Island off the coast of Tanzania, living literally in a local village with a local family, getting food cooked by like, Dixon was by far the best cook. And it was like one of those moments where I was like, oh my gosh, like I was in for every like form or like every you know, it's like I, all I keep seeing is like every check mark. Like if I had everything written on a paper and I was doing check marks, it's like you would have thought that I was like so uncomfortable and out of my like safe space and like lost and whatever it is. But I was living in a country and in a space with a family and a culture and a language intervention so utterly like different than what I've ever known. And I had felt the most at home than I ever felt in my life. Like I felt it gave me the opportunity to be like, oh, these aren't just like thoughts, you know, like these aren't just like, oh, that's just Ashley being Ashley, which is how I felt for so long. It was because it was a part of my being. It was a part of my blueprint and my DNA that was like yearning to come out and be seen. And so that really was the catalyst. And since then, after tapping into that sensation, it gave me the space to be like, you know what? No, like these aren't just like random thoughts or like, oh, one day that dream will be a reality. Like I keep getting these constant feelings because it very much needs to be an experience in this lifetime. Like I used to never think like, oh, that would be nice. One day that would be nice. But the truth is like what I tapped into there is that one day is day for all of us, but we have to act on it. So it's like, I don't even know. I've gone down like a rabbit hole of what you've asked, but like the biggest thing is like, if there are these voices, if there is this curiosity, if there are these nudges, if there is this thing that keeps showing up in your life, follow it, explore it, listen to it, because that is the universe, source, God, creator, whatever you want to call her, nudging you pushing you towards those breadcrumbs to ultimately lead you to a place that is like, dun, 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 dun. like 
you've been wondering who you are. You've been wondering like why you keep feeling so out of place in your life. It's because you've been ignoring so many parts of your life. Mm-hmm. So like my biggest invitation to you listening is like, follow it, get, let curiosity drive you. You keep thinking about going and visiting a country, like act on it, like make it happen. Yes. It's going to take work. Everything is going to take work. And I think that's the thing that like, I'm so big about on my podcast is talking about that messy middle, talking about the in-between because it's like, we see the glamorous, oh, we've made it there, you know, or it looks like we've made it to whatever that destination is, but like there's so much work that has to happen to get there. You know, if that thing is teaching in in another country, it's like you've got to research programs. You have to save money. You have to figure out, okay, like, do I need to like move out of this housing situation for the next year? It's like you've you've got to act on what it is so that it can become a reality or it will just stay this like dream. Wow. Well, I, I have a little, like I would say kind of a similar story is like I had this corporate job. I got this weird nudge to quit. I started seeing a coach like she was just like, you can do whatever you want. Like if you're feeling that that urge, that like pull to do this, like figure it out. And I was like, yeah. uh, OK, so I, I did. I did a, a teaching certification and I like was teaching online for like a year and a half, probably. Um, and yeah, I that's what led me down to coaching, though. Like I needed that like weird in between of like do this in order to actually have like a remote, like a real remote job. Cause that's really what I, you know, I was looking for, but I also wanted to travel. I wanted to be able to literally do my job anywhere in the world. And so yeah, it's kind of led me down to this coaching path and yeah, it's just like, but if I didn't follow those signs, follow the urges, follow the, that, those visions, I, I literally kept getting pulled and pulled and pulled. And like, it's pretty much the universe was forcing me to take action. Even if I didn't want to, like, it was like, no, you're, no, you're going to do this. Like, and that's why when people like, when I always like say like when people get like fired or things happen at their job, I'm like, it's a blessing. And I know you might not see it today, but like, it's a big reason like, for why like you're, it's, it's for your next step in life. Yeah. And, and yeah. So anyway, I, like, I love this story so, so much. I resonate like a lot with it. Um, I love for you. Cause I know you talked earlier about heart centered, having a heart centered business. Like for a new coach or a new entrepreneur, like what does that really mean? And like what questions could they ask themselves to figure that out? Yeah. Well, I love that this is the question that you asked right away because in you talking, it's like, okay, so it's like, yeah, for some of us, it's like the nudges are pretty loud. It's like the voices are loud or it's like, you know, it's like the door is like really slammed in your face and the signs are there. The biggest thing for people, especially new entrepreneurs or people who are in this transition to be like, okay, but like, what do I even want? How do I even like notice these nudges? Something that I've like honed in on so much. And I teach all of my coaching clients. Like it's literally, I have a 12 week program that I do. And it's like chapter two is like, let's really connect with what makes you, you. So that way you have an idea Uh, what these things are. So I call it creating a heart-centered foundation. So some of the questions, I'm like pen to paper type of girl. So like literally get a pen and paper on each paper, put the question so that it's got its own paper. 
But like the biggest thing is you've got to go back to basics of who you are to understand where you want to go. And like, you know, it's like you knew, okay, you knew you wanted to travel. You knew you wanted a remote business, but like, why? Like, why did you want those things? And so for me, it's like, okay, ask yourself the questions of like, what are your values? Like, what are these things? Like, do you value like nourishing foods? Do you value like living in clean spaces? Like, do you value great conversations? Do you value honesty? Do you value vulnerability? Like, what do you value? The next question I go into is like, what do you value about life? So like go a little bit deeper for me. Like what I value about life is having like a flexible schedule sitting, being able to sit on my porch in the morning with my coffee, like reading my book. So like think of it more as these like experiences mm-hmm. expanding further. It's like, what do you love? Like, what do you love? You love your cat. You love your dog. You love your daughter. You love like, like you love reading books. You love making ice lattes. Like what are just things that you absolutely love? Mm-hmm. What? So then like moving forward, like what inspired you? Like what are things that like just like, yeah, give you those tinglys. Like for me, I get really inspired when I travel. I get really inspired when I have conversations like this with you. I get really inspired when I see people literally living like their best lives. Okay. So moving forward, like what are things that like you're curious about that like you hear and you want to research or that you like keep having dreams of, or you keep thinking of, or it's like, I mean, I know for me, you see, like you keep seeing signs over and over again. Like, like this morning, a tangible thing that I've been curious about is I live in a super small town, but we have a few like fitness things like fitness studios. And I'm like, okay, I'm super curious. And they have a class that will coordinate with picking up my daughter from school. I kid you not. As I am driving home from my walk this morning in front of me is the vehicle of the owner of one of the fitness places with the name literally on the back of the like the back of the car. And I just started laughing because just this morning, one of the things that I heard so loudly and that I'm so curious about is like, okay, how can I support and move my body in other ways than just walking? So it's like, what are you curious about? Moving forward. So like, what lights you up? Like what just like, like, it's like, it's beyond, like, it's that thing where you get like chills, you know, where it's like a full body experience. Like, okay, what lights you up? Moving forward, something that is so important to ask yourself is like, what depletes you? I'm Mm -hmm. such a big proponent of like, you need to know what you don't like or what you don't want or what doesn't work to know what does. So it's like getting very clear on the things that deplete you. Then leading it into, it's like, what does success look like for you? Like, and, and, and like, Success on your terms. When I first started my business as an entrepreneur over a decade ago, my definition of success was so rooted in awards and numbers and money and like prestige. And, you know, my definition of success where I sit today is like, how much time can I have with my daughter? How can I make enough money to like run my business and travel as much as possible as a family? Like those are two very different definitions of success. And that's why it's so important for you to know, because then it's like, why are you doing the things that you're doing? Why are you working towards this? Like what to me, success is like the ultimate goal. 
Is success that you've got six figures constantly in your bank account? Is success that you can put $30,000 every six months into like an investment account? Is success like you get to buy a motorhome and once a month you're traveling to a national park? Like what does success look like for you? Because what you'll notice as as you go back through like what you value about life, like what your values are, what lights you up, what inspires you, what you're curious about, all of those things, you will start to see these commonalities between each one. And it's like, you want to see them. When I do this exercise, sometimes it's like, well, I keep saying the same thing over. And it's like, good. Like, those are the signs. Like, those are the things you need to be focusing on. So it's like, once you're done with all of these questions, go back through. And literally, I'm all about like highlighting and circling. Go back through and see the things that are like commonalities or parallels. And that's where you need to be putting your energy towards. Mm -hmm. I know your podcast is all about courage. So where did that come from? <laughs> uh, I, one of the things, so I feel like I need to tell a little bit of a backstory. Um, I, so for the past decade, I've been in the wedding industry as a wedding photographer. COVID happened and everyone knows what happened during COVID. This world shut down and wedding industry 100% came to a halt. Um, and it was, and at the time I had a nine-month-old daughter. Um, my husband was in a job that he didn't like. I had a nine-month-old daughter. My business just like suddenly stopped. I had people canceling and wanting refunds right and left. It was like a whole thing. So, you know, went through that transition and that process of it. And as of what happened post COVID, when everything started opening up again, there was this insane influx of weddings and events. And although it was so beautiful that people could have their weddings again and things were happening, the industry had changed drastically. And so where that brought me was a point of gosh, it's like kind of crazy to like reflect on this. But at the end of 2021, I had had a young daughter. My husband was in fire academy. So he had become a firefighter. Um, and he was like still in the process of being in fire academy and a probationary firefighter. And that in itself is so intense. Um we had just moved up to the mountains, which was two hours away from where my client base was. And I had the busiest year I've ever had in the history of my photography business. I was shooting five to six days a week. I was driving five to six hours, like every day. It was so intense. Like my husband would be at work. The moment he would get home, I would leave for work. I would work the entire time he was off shift. The moment he had to go back on shift. And it was just like, it was so hard. Like I had this little being that was growing up so quickly. I had this husband who I absolutely love, who I wasn't spending time with. I had this business that I started because I'm so like my, I started my photography business because I just absolutely love love human connection and like human interaction. And I think it is so beautiful watching like expressions and people intertwining and connecting. All of that had been like lost because I was just in survival mode. I was working 
so much that like I couldn't give 100% to anything because I was just, I, I was overextended and I wasn't filling back up my cup. So why I share this is it brought me to a place at the end of 2021 where I made a promise to myself that I would never get there again. Like I promised myself, like I wasn't showing up as the business owner that I had committed to. I wasn't showing up the mom that I'd strive to be. I wasn't showing up as the wife that I wanted to be. Like I wasn't showing up in any avenue in my life. How, like going back to a heart-centered foundation, like how all of that stuff that mattered to me at the end of the day, I didn't have, I wasn't creating space and time to live that out. I would let the previous definition of success overcome my entire being. And so I promised to make a shift. And so I made a commitment the following year to invest in a business coach for a year. Um, it was one of the most expensive like decisions I've made and commitments, but it was by far the most transformative experience because I was like, okay, I knew I wanted to go into the educational space. I knew I wanted to go in the coaching world, but I didn't know that I wanted to coach. And so I like went into the exploration of like, okay, it's only natural to teach other photographers. So do I want to teach other photographers? And I'm like, that's... I love I love the connection of photography. I can I do not want to tell you like the mechanics of a camera and any of or any of that. So then I was like, okay, I love women. I love female entrepreneurs. Like I'm all about like when you rise, I rise. Like we're in this together. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be a business coach. You know, like I'm gonna support other entrepreneurs. Oh my gosh, was that like not like not in my DNA. I'm like, I can, I can help you make a business plan all day. I can like do all this stuff. But at the end of the day, where I was ultimately wanting to go was like, I wanted to go deep. Like I was, I didn't want to live on the surface. Like it, if I'm being very transparent, it became very like boring to me to just keep living in an external space. Like I wanted to be super internal and super intimate. And so I had started going into the exploration of like, okay, what if I did do life coaching? Like, what does that look like? I was so afraid to accept it. It's like the itty bitty shitty committee was like, <laughs> you can't be a life coach. Like, who do you think you are? You don't have a degree. You don't have a certification. It's like going down that rabbit hole. Why I say all this is it's important to where it led me where I, as part of my business coaching, I was in this mastermind and we had two in-person retreats. I was at the first in-person retreat and the evening that we all got there, we basically had 10 minutes to talk about some of our most like pivotal life-changing moments. And I just, as I do, like shared my life, you know, and like everything that I did and then went on about the night. The next day, we're like masterminding and I'm like trying to come up with this whole business plan to like be a business coach for female entrepreneurs. And you could probably tell by like the way I was like in the, in it, it wasn't my highest truth. It like wasn't my greatest alignment. It wasn't my heart centered space. And I'm forever grateful for one of the women in my mastermind. We're literally sitting in the living room of my business coach masterminding that afternoon. And I'm to workshop this like idea that I have. And she looks at me and she goes, I call BS. And I said, what? Like she, it was in a very loving way. And I looked at her 
was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, girl, what are you doing? She's like, last night, you just talked about like doing all this crazy stuff. Like you've lived so many lifetimes. Like, what are you doing trying to teach people about like starting a business? And I love that this is what you do because it works so well for you. But this is why it's so important to answer those heart-centered foundation questions because it's like what works for one doesn't work for all. And that's why it's because we're all different puzzle pieces that like fit together. And so after that masterminding session, like time broke and it was like wine time and dinner time. And I was like, wait, what just happened? My mind just got totally blown. I don't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. My mind just got blown. So I'm a very much like an early morning person. Like that's when my creative juices flow. And so I set my alarm for super early the next morning. And when I say that everything just flowed out of me, I mean, I filled pages and pages and pages and pages in my notebook because I realized how many transitions I have made and how through each of these, like, I mean, I, I, I like, I fought for my place. Like I fought for doing these things that were like totally against the norm or the grain. And at the time I was just doing it because I knew something in me was telling me to do it. But what I realized through all of these layers of like being one of the only Caucasian women studying Africana studies, I was the only Caucasian woman that walked in black grad. I like left my like quote unquote, professional career to go teach English in Tanzania. I met my husband living who it was a South African citizen, never stepped foot in the United States and spent three and a half years getting him here while living back and forth between the United States and South Africa. Like I came home and I started my photography business. Like I, like I did so I've done so many things that are these like huge points of transition But the undercurrent between everything that I have done is I've had to have courage. I've had to have courage to trust in myself enough to take such big leaps. And I was never conscientious of like how much courage resided in me until I literally laid out my life in front of me. And I'm like, I literally, if I can support women who are like 10 steps behind behind where I am and infuse and create and hold this space for them to realize like how many answers and how much courage lives within them. Like, do you know how much change can happen? Like, do you know how many women can actually live in confidence and in trust to like fulfill these voices and these nudges and these like feelings within them that a lot of people feel like are just like, oh, I'm just the weird one or I'm just the the black sheep or I'm just the like whatever it is that you've been coined as or the box you've been put in, but in really like that is your gift. That is your blessing. Like that is your genius. And it like, I literally have full body chills, but then my world just exploded. And I like courage became such a common denominator and undercurrent that I do and have done in the way that I communicate, because it's like me giving acknowledgement to the courage that resides in me has literally catapulted my life in the last three years in ways that I literally like, sometimes I feel like I'm that annoying person that like, is like, dude, she's just on a high all the 
time because I am, because I'm like, I literally live a life beyond anything I ever thought I could in this lifetime. So beautiful, Ashley. I really appreciate you sharing that because I think so many women are going to take this and hopefully take some action, have some courage to do something today that really fulfills them and get them closer to that dream life. So mm, I just love it. Thank you so much. I'd love for you to share a little bit more about working with you and just where are you hanging out online too? So people can consume more of your content. Yeah. Um, so I've got a podcast. It's called the Living Courageously Podcast. And so again, everything's through the lens of courage. And so it's releases every Tuesday. One episode is where I interview fantastic women who share their life, what courage means to them, how they live courageously. And it's like this beautiful opportunity to like open the curtains into someone's life. Um, and then when I do solo episodes, so it's like every other episode is either an interview or a solo. When I do solo episodes, it's like tips and tricks and like tangible resources of like what I've done and what I'm doing to get to where I am today. So that's one of my favorite places. I love Instagram at Ashley Strong Smith underscore. Um, and then you can find out about all things courage coaching, photography, and my podcast on my website. It's ashleystrongsmith.com. Awesome. I always like to ask my interview or like interviewee, whatever you want to call it, you. What's like just some last words of wisdom right now for this coach who's relatively new in their business and just is like, I'm really struggling today and I need some help just being more, more happy or just overall, like feeling better about their decisions that they're making. Yeah. Um, two things that I can feel so deeply is one, if you're driving right now, obviously you can't do it, but like just pause and put your left hand on your heart and your right hand on your belly. And bring your awareness underneath that left palm on your heart. And the more that you hone in and tune into it, you can start to feel your heartbeat. You can start to feel your pulse. You can start to tune into the rhythm and the sensation and like just what is present being who you are the more that you can create space to silence the outside noises and truly like connect with your being and connect with your heart, the more that you're going to know, like, is this in alignment? Like, is this part of me or is this externally? Listening to your heartbeat is such a reminder of like your humanness, like your heartbeat is unique to you. Like what makes that beat faster? What makes your heart calm down? What makes your heart happy? What soothes your heart is so unique to you. The more that you can tune into that, the more that you can create a life that is in alignment with like supporting that. It goes back to all those questions that I asked. The other thing that I feel so strongly and deeply in saying And I know that I'm privileged with like building my own schedule and being an entrepreneur, but I also know the women listening are either new entrepreneurs or like in the process of becoming, you have got to create space in your schedule, like a non-negotiable to nourish you. Like what is that thing that like fills up your 
up that like inspires you, that does all of the things that like honors your values? Like what is that thing? For me, the non-negotiable, my daughter goes to school three days a week. She's in preschool. The non-negotiable is that I drop her off at school and I go take a hike in nature. I give myself an hour hike and then I've created my online like schedule for another hour after that. So I have time to get home and shower and eat and really fill up my cup before I then pour back into people. So figure out what that thing is for you and put it in your calendar just as you would a meeting. You need to fill up your cup. If you're going to be an entrepreneur and you're constantly supporting other people in your business, if you do not fill up your cup, you are going to get a place of being empty. And that is where burnout happens. Mm -hmm. Fill up your cup. Thank you, Ashley. I preach that all the time. Like it, you are so important. You are the person realistically, right? Like they're hiring you. Your family needs you. Everybody needs you. And if you're not operating at your, the best of your ability, then yeah, things start to quickly, quickly can downward spiral. And I just, I'm always like, please just take care of yourself, take care of your body, your vessel. And yeah, self-care is really important during this whole thing and having compassion and grace for yourself too. So thank you so much. All right, everyone, please go follow Ashley, go listen to her podcast, hire her. She's, if that's, being called to you as well. And thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ambitious Coach Podcast today. A couple favors before you go. If you found this episode helpful, please take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Most importantly, don't forget to tag me at Allison Henderson underscore coach. That's A-L-L-I-S-O-N Henderson underscore coach. And lastly, please take a minute to rate this episode and leave a raving review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Okay, ambition is great, but it's time to get to work. Take action and commit to being 1% better every day. Once again, thank you for tuning in and I will see you again next week. 